Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Common Sense for America podcast. I'm Ian Duncan, your CSA director and host. Our mission is to put common sense intelligence back into American thought. Well, first off, I want to start off by saying, hey, I apologize. I've kind of been on a hiatus, mainly because of time. I do this as a uh, side thing to do because I feel that I need to kind of put my thoughts out there for people to listen to and to kind of try to bring common sense in. But Unfortunately, life takes over, and sometimes I don't always get the time to do what I enjoy, and that is this podcast. So one of the things that has happened here recently is the uh, attack from Gaza by Hamas into Israel, where they jumped across the border and murdered approximately 1,400 Israeli civilians. And Israel is preparing to... uh, respond to that, as well they should. And there seems to be this kind of craziness going on in the United States where you're seeing uh, quote-unquote Palestinian groups that are attacking Israel for wanting to protect itself and denying the fact that Hamas attacked Israel in the way that they did. And also saying that certain things that, uh, like a hospital was bombed and even after being proven that Israel did not attack that hospital, you still have people parroting the uh, idea that there's, you know, 500 Palestinians that were killed in this hospital and that it was Israel's fault, even though it's been proven that it was uh, those people, the the hospital is still standing. Um, The people, there were maybe a, a few people killed, and it was because a Hamas rocket misfired. How did we get there? Um, It's a little crazy. It's a little hard to process, but some people are starting to wake up as to um, what the problems are here in our own backyard because of all of these protests and all of these groups that seem to be anti-Semitic. Now we'll start up with, uh, I want people to understand that regardless, the loss of life is a sad thing, but there is no moral equivalence for a group, a militant Islamic group, Hamas, to attack Israeli civilians. And then when Israel wants to protect its borders, this idea of not being justified for protecting itself, that makes absolutely no sense. And I will bring forth something fairly recent in American history, and that is the attack on the the two towers in New York. Um, I believe there's been this uh, idea that somehow Israel should respond back with a similar but no more objective uh, response as to what happened to them. Well, when you think about that, we don't want a bunch of Israelis going over into Gaza and raping and killing children and women and civilians and not attacking the head of that whole backwards group. Um, and, and taking them out and, and protecting themselves. Uh, we didn't do that. Um, we basically took out Iraq, and we also uh, went into Afghanistan, and the proportionality was not even remotely close because if you want to win a war, you have to win a war. You have to take out the people that have intentionally harmed you on purpose. And... This whole idea of this 
proportionality response is just absolutely ludicrous. If somebody came into um, your house and murdered your family, you're not just going to sit idly by and and say, okay, um, that's okay. You know, I, I, I just, uh, it's the whole idea of a knife and a tooth for a tooth. Yeah, yeah um, I should only respond in kind, and that's it. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And the first question you got to ask yourself is, how did we get to this place? Well, the answer is leftism. And I am going to bring up the whole idea of MAGA, January 6th, and the quote-unquote supposed insurrection, and then contrast that with a uh, bunch of people that essentially rioted outside of uh, our capital um, in, in Congress and was led by Rashida Tlaib and actually did do essentially the same thing. They disturbed a process, a governmental process. Yet you have heard nonstop since January 6th about the insurrections. There's people that have gone to jail that weren't actually physically on site for years for quote-unquote inciting an insurrection and you're not even hearing about what happened with Rashida Tlaib and these pro-Palestinian forces that did uh, invade the capital in much the same manner. And one group is, you know, you have heard Palestinian forces across the globe say, you know, death to Israel, death to America. Um, and those are somehow propped up by the mainstream media. And you've got people that, and you think about what MAGA stands for, make America great again, that are pro-American that are somehow the bad guys. And I'm sure a lot of you people sit back and scratch your heads and go, what? How did we get to this place? Well, there is an answer to that. It's called leftism. Leftism, also known as Marxism or communism, um, different shades of it are also known as socialism as well as fascism. Um, I've talked before about how fascists are actually a leftist ideology, but I'm not going to get into that right now. But if you understand the basic principles of leftism and the different degrees of them, you understand that it stands for basically has three pillars. The first is to destroy faith and organize Judeo-Christian values, destroy capitalism, and destroy the family structure. When you understand that leftism is essentially a cancer and its whole intent is to destroy our way of life, our socioeconomic structure, then you understand how some of these things that seem to be in direct opposition um, to common sense work themselves out. Now, the sad, unfortunate truth is, like I said, the whole intent of leftism is to destroy our current societal structure and societal values. When you hear people talk about systemic racism, systemic, you know, they try to make America as a very bad place and that the systems themselves are bad. Well, when you understand that the whole intent of leftism is to destroy those systems, then it starts to make sense. Then it starts to make sense as to why one side, when, when, when almost identical situations happen, one side is highlighted as doing good when they do the same thing in a particular name of some ideology, such as, you know, the quote-unquote liberation of Palestine. 
and that the other is bad, and that is the January 6th um, peaceful protest. Honestly, they were fairly peaceful, with the exception of one person getting killed and some uh, windows broken. And that person that was killed was actually, quote-unquote, one of the rioters. Then it makes sense. When your intent is to destroy the very societal fabric that is America, then it all makes sense. And how is it, what's the best way to get people to throw out logic, throw out common sense, throw out basically the whole idea that is America? Well, you get them enraged. And how do you do that? You push their buttons. You use the very values of a particular society against them. If you don't believe me that that's the intent, you should read a book that is called Rules for Radicals. Radicals are another name for protesters, whatever you want to call them. And in fact, I think even um, one of the squad, as I like to call them, as a lot of people that are conservative-leaning call them, um, have used. You know, we, we need to, us radicals, in fact, I believe Rashida Tlaib um, stated that, you know, that us radicals, we need to, we need to make an impact when they went in in the last few days and essentially disturbed Congress. The very same thing that they said is a very bad thing when the people that uh, unfortunately believed that Trump lost the election, or I'm sorry, won the election, um, did the very same thing. That's where that double standard comes in. They want you to lose faith in certain systems. They want you to lose faith in our society. They want you to lose faith in our Judeo-Christian values. They want you to question everything. Their intent is to destroy. And once you fully understand that, then it starts to make sense. Now, how have they done this? Well, like any kind of cancer, and I do liken Marxist leftist thought as a cancer. Like any kind of cancer, they will take a, a, a healthy, if you understand cancer, it's essentially a perversion of healthy cells. And it replicates very fast. And ultimately what it does is it kills the host body. It destroys the host body. Does that sound familiar? Think of the United States as a healthy, functioning society at one time, and the cancer is leftism, and it is intent on destroying our way of life. When you understand that analogy, that makes things start to make sense. And usually what happens is, with cancer, it looks for a, an opening, right? It looks for a weak spot in a healthy body. What is that weak spot? That weak spot is the Democratic Party and specifically the liberal element of the Democratic Party. And I'll explain. Liberalism in and of itself is not good nor bad. Liberalism questions things, right? Which I think is healthy as long as you do it with a moral compass. You want to question why things are, and it will either help you reinforce a certain set of values, or it will make you try to realign a certain set of values. And that's what the whole idea behind liberalism is. It is to question 
and to sometimes verify, sometimes change. Change comes in the form of progress or progressivism, uh, which also is not inherently good or bad by itself. But in order for those two things to function well, you have to have some sense of morality first. And that's what the founding fathers understood. The American way of life, we have always been sort of rebellious. We've always been curious. We've always been driven. But it's always been anchored by a Judeo-Christian value system. That is very evident in the Constitution. You know, they talk about we, the people of the United States of America, do hold these values as self-evident. The reason those are self-evident is because they had a Judeo-Christian rooted value system. Most of, not all of, but most of the colonists had, uh, were believers. And liberalism, the question, the, the piece, that's, that's how we broke away from England. We questioned things, right? We said, hey, we're not liking the way the crown is perverting things and we want to self-govern. And so we did. So that's where the liberalism and the Judeo-Christian values were a good match and, and made us a fairly ethical country and successful country. Leftism, the cancer, takes those very tools that make something successful, much like a healthy body, and looks for the weakness, right? The very fact that liberalism is open to suggestion means that they're also open to bad suggestions. There is what oftentimes a good friend of mine talks about, and that is the analogy of a fence in a field. A liberal will walk up to that fence and look at this uh, fence and say, huh, why is this fence here? A conservative will walk up to that very same fence, and conservative values tend to conserve values that have been, you know, traditions, things that have been proven over time, that we sometimes question, but for the most part, we like to take the good values and conserve them. That's in the name of the ideology itself, to conserve. A conservative will walk up to a fence and say, huh, this fence is here probably for a reason. We should examine what that reason is. The liberal, again, will say, okay, this fence is here. Does it need to be here? Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, does it need to be here? Why was it here? We're not sure. But does it need to be here? The conservative says this fence was here for a reason, for some reason. Um, and we need to understand what that reason is. The, the marriage of those two things sometimes will say, okay, this fence is here. It's serving its purpose and it's good. Or maybe we need to move this fence and put it someplace else so that it serves a better purpose. That's the marriage of conservatives and liberalism. A leftist will go up to a fence and say, this fence is bad. It needs to be taken down. It doesn't matter why the fence is there. No thought to it at all. None. And why is that? Because it wants to destroy that fence, regardless if that fence served a purpose or not. And that's exactly what the intent of leftism is. That's why you get people questioning and thinking that the whole idea of America is bad. 
because they don't want those systems that have proven out to be true over history. They don't want those systems in place, no matter what. It doesn't matter what the reasoning was. Prime example of this happens to be with the slavery argument. Slavery was originally, the whole idea of slavery was a common practice throughout the world for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Um, it was something that was just accepted. Was it questioned? Yes, it was. Where was it first questioned? In England by the Church Council of London in 1102. The abolitionist movement came from the English Judeo-Christian value system from its get-go, right? You will hear people talk about how America was founded on systemically racist principles. That's absolute garbage. It is absolutely garbage. Yes, there was the transatlantic slave trade. I don't take away from that, and slavery is bad. Those slaves that were purchased from Africa were slaves to other tribes of Africa. The Africans themselves were okay with slavery. And the whole abolitionist movement was started as from Judeo-Christian values that eventually led to the destruction of slavery. That's where the Republican Party came in. I don't want to go too far down the beaten path, but suffice it to say, you can understand that leftism has taken that whole idea of slavery and turned it on its head to work towards the destruction of the United States. And they do that intentionally. And they do that through the manipulation of emotions. And stop and think about this. When are people most susceptible to doing something wrong? When you're emotionally invested and angered. And that's exactly what you're seeing. That's exactly what you saw with Hamas attacking Israel. And that's they were angered. They believe something that isn't true. And they use that anger, that rage to commit atrocities that are completely uncivilized in the name of some ideological belief. And they believe that they are the, you will hear this indigenous people garbage. Um, they aren't the indigenous people. Uh, if you look at Israel in and of itself, there's historical, physical factual evidence that Jewish society and Jewish people have been there for thousands of years. I'm not taking away from the belief that there are were also Arabic people, but to say that the uh, Palestinians are the indigenous people, that's garbage. Oh, and by the way, that's also intentional because you hear the left argue about the indigenous people of the United States being Native American Indians. Again, trying to tear down the societal structures that exist, that have been good, that have been proven, that need to be conserved. That's intentional, folks. Once you fully understand things like that, then it makes sense as to why um, the January 6th, quote-unquote, insurrection is demonized and looked bad, and specifically for from MAGA people, which stands for Make America Great Again, stands for the conservation of the good values that is America, 
and that the Palestinian uh, belief system in Hamas that chants that, you know, death to Israel, death to America, that um, somehow we've got a significant amount of people here that are chanting those things. That's why you have essentially the same types of actions. One's good, one's bad, and the media has a tendency to promote one and obfuscate the other. Think about that, folks. Think about that. Use your common sense. That's why some people are starting to get red-pilled. That's why you're starting to see people opening up and seeing, wow, I didn't realize anti-Semitism is so prevalent here. And to be fair, um, leftist thought has unfortunately infected not only campuses like Harvard, Columbia, and all these quote-unquote intellectual bastions with leftist thought, and that's why you're seeing student groups that are in support of Hamas, and totally disregarding the fact that there were innocent women, children, babies that were killed and absolutely tortured, that that seems to just go out the window because they try to justify it. And that goes to the three pillars of Marxist leftist thought. Destroy faith in organized Judeo-Christian values. Um, one of the things Marx is known for stating is that for man, man is the supreme being. When you start focusing on man itself, they can justify anything. The other thing I want to kind of hit home about is our open border situation. Do you think that not knowing how many people are just being let into the border, into the United States, isn't going to have an impact at some point? My point here is that we should be a little scared. If those people are coming in through the southern border, unvetted, and in our country, the stuff that happened in Israel could potentially happen here. I hope that is a sobering thought to people, to leftists. Well, leftists already know about that. But to liberals and to Democrats that think that the open border idea is a good thing. It's not. And you've been led to believe that it is, but it absolutely isn't. And you need to step back a second, apply some common sense, and think about the impact. Very sobering, folks. All right. Well, sorry. This is such a serious podcast. I'm sorry for my hiatus. But I am going to close out this podcast with these words from Proverbs 321. And that is, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them. I think we need to do that more today than ever. And what is common sense? It's taking readily observable facts and coming to common sense or logical conclusions. Think about that, folks. Well, digest that, consider it, think about it, and have a great afternoon. <laughs>